everyone. Welcome to the weekly Yes And podcast. I'm your host, Travis Thomas, and I do not know what episode this is because as I'm recording this a few weeks out before Father's Day, I know we're at episode 116 was the last episode, but I'm not 100% sure there is going to be a 117 before this podcast. So let's just call this the Father's Day podcast for the weekly Yap. And that's what our focus is for today is on Father's Day here in the United States. And we are going to be talking to a repeat guest on the weekly Yap. His name is Perry Toll. It's been a few years since we've had him on the podcast And Perry has created uh, a website called Unglue, U-N-G-L-O-O. Don't worry, we will mention it plenty of times throughout the podcast. But Perry has created a website and tools and resources around the modern dad. So what do we mean by the modern dad? Well, we will find that out during this podcast. And this podcast is in partnership with our friends at Inspired to Give. Check them out at inspiredtogive.org. You may be listening to this podcast from Inspired to Give because this will be shared on their platform as well. And I'm a contributor to uh, Inspired to Give. And make sure you check out all the cool things that we are doing, including the good bits. Good bits are uh, really simple, cool things that people are doing, uh, taking action by doing good. We call them good bits. Make sure you check them out. Make sure you check out the website, inspiredtogive.org, or on Facebook, Inspired to Give. And so really excited to have Perry today as we take a deeper, more thoughtful, spiritual approach to what it means to be a father, what it means to be a dad here in 2019. And that is, uh, uh, it's evolving, it's changing, and it can be challenging for a lot of dads, a lot of men. And so super grateful to Perry for taking the time to have this discussion. At one point during uh, the conversation, Uh, Perry and I are talking about a book, Science and Health, um, by Mary Baker Eddy. And uh, the reason he and I are speaking with such familiarity about it is because I know Perry has been a lifelong reader of the book, as I have been. And so when it comes up, uh, you might be surprised to be like, oh, they both, wow, really know this author and book really well. And so in the uh, uh, flow of the podcast, I just wanted to give that insight that Obviously, I knew Perry was a reader of Science and Health, as I have been, and so that is the extra context to Mary Baker Eddy's book. But beyond that, it was a fun, insightful, and I think inspiring conversation. So without further ado, let's jump in with Perry Toll. So welcome, everyone, to another weekly Yes Am podcast. I'm your host, Travis Thomas. This podcast will also be co-opted by our friends and partners at Inspired to Give. You can check them out at inspiredtogive.org. And uh, I know they'll be sharing this podcast on their platform as well. And, uh, or you may have found it on the Live Yes And platform or all things at Live Yes And. So there you go, let's jump in. Really excited to have, uh, now Perry, I've had very few return guests to the weekly yes and podcast now i'm not sure if that's because they no longer are returning my emails or calls um or if it's just i just haven't found people worthy enough to talk to again um i'll let people decide for themselves the truth of that but i'm excited because not only have i known you for a long time uh going back to our college days um Uh i have uh uh 
been honored to to stay in touch with you and connect with you every time we're in Colorado and uh, and, and continue to follow the work that you are doing uh, that I know is both authentic, uh, purposeful, um, and, and passionate for you. And so the last time we spoke, um, I think it was a little, uh, was it Godayo? True. Yeah, it was it was yeah. it was Godayo, and I know and I know that work has evolved a little bit into what you're doing now with Unglue, U N G L O O. So just to bridge that gap a little bit to someone who listened to our first podcast and they're not like, okay, what has that evolution looked like? A, welcome to the weekly Yes and podcast, and B, catch us up. Yeah. So um, thank you for having me. This is, this is fun to do another time. I think because my love for you is so unconditional, I'm willing to come back a second time. And perhaps those other folks weren't. I mean, who knows? Well, let, let this be a lesson to all of them on un- unconditional love. Thank you. <laughs> Good. Um, yeah, Godaya was one of these words that came to me in, uh, in a moment of silence uh, where I thought it was, it was a divine, uh, you know, uh, the sun was shining on the ark kind of moment <laughs> and so I went I went with it because it also stands for in my mind I think of it as God in you and it was it felt a little abstract and hard to say and um, and uh, over the course of about a year I thought you know I want to find something a little different and then I read your book you know and this whole notion of being unstuck yeah right yeah um for those of all your listeners that have a have a good idea of what that what that stands for right and it's just getting whatever's holding you down from being your the truer version of yourself that's where the stickiness is right yes um as as you have often said and so it's pulling yourself out of that and what are you doing to pull yourself out of that um and so that's kind of what i've continued to focus on um with the content that i've been creating uh what makes my content unique is that i'm using animation in my vlogs rather than live video or written word blog format yes um and so i um I break it up into three pieces. There's the content, which I, which is the animated video, and I'm starting to put myself in there now, so that it's me and this character, this little round blue character, who I'm, I'm calling Glue. I call him Goo. He's, he's Goo. Sometimes he's, he, he often sits on the fence with issues, so he's a little slimy at times. <laughs> so, and so there's the animation, and then there's what I call up-level tools. And right now I've got various things uh, on my website, like the up-level tracker. I've been hitting that one pretty hard, up-level journal. And the and now I've threw in a, uh, a meditation tracker in there. But that's not a spiral-bound copy yet, but the other two are also in spiral-bound. And then I'm also um, do more of an interpersonal or face-to-face meetings, particularly honing in on fathers fathers usually with kids still in the house so for a while i was doing what i called father up meetings and we would meet twice a month and it's basically a 
a men's group situation or like a mastermind meeting. But um, what I was finding when I was in a more of a classic men's group, there were empty nesters, and then there were guys who didn't have kids yet, and and then there were some guys that also had children and that still living in their homes. And so I resonated with them so much because the the complexities of their of their lives were more like mine. And there's this there's this dance that we do this harmonization of work, home, kids, wife balance, or partner, um, that's complex. And so I was like, all right, I want to have a men's group just for dads. And uh, so I, I did that for a while and I stopped because I became, all of a sudden my kids got older and I became more of a uh, chauffeur, uh, which <laughs> a, a shuttle driver, right? When they get older, it's all of a sudden you've got them in these activities. So it became basketball and volleyball driving shuttle shuttle operator. So I didn't want to completely blow out all my evenings with with groups and and uh, sports. So uh, I discontinued those, but I'm very excited about starting those up again. Um, even having class meeting my one daughter's in fifth grade and one in eighth grade and I had uh, we would have two meetings a month with just the fifth grade dads meeting at 8 30 in the morning and we a lot of dads would come to that continually and um and I would you know, sometimes it was just casual talk politics sports things like that but then I would sometimes I'd bring it back well what are you working on what are you excited about being being a dad? So pulling those kinds of things in there. And, um, I also spent the last six months going through an appreciative inquiry facilitator training, which is an, an amazing process of how to work with groups in more of a in order to create um, meaningful conversations uh, within the group. Uh, so that's kind of what I've been working on. Well, I, I love that. And a couple of things because um, I, I, I want to give you a little shameless plug at the same time is uh, in your tools right on the website, you have the up-level tracker. And I've used the up-level tracker and I'm excited to use it again because um, I left it up in northern Michigan, which I will be retrieving here in a few weeks. But I'm in a, I'm in a coaching program. I'm in a 10-month-long coaching program right now. And um, part of this coaching program is a is a daily sort of a daily journal or a daily tracker of a few key ideas, and so. But I, I have yet to find a, in, in my opinion, a uh, a better tracker than the one that you've created. So um, I'll, I will be ordering another one. But I wanted to give you a plug because, as I've used that tracker in the past, it's just been really great at uh, being helpful and holding me accountable to the things that are most important to me on a day-to-day -day basis, making sure that I do them, um, and being able to track that over a week and over a month and, and, and having that having that feedback loop. And so for anyone listening, please check out, you know, his his uh, his tools, right, on, on the website. Um, and then give us a sense, though, Perry, of, you know, what was the original sort of impetus? And, and I know a lot of this is just out of your own personal life and your personal journey of being a being a dad being a father and and uh um being a spouse and and navigating you know sort of this world that you're in but what was what was the original inspiration for that and 
when did you start to see that there that, that there there's was other men out there who were maybe questioning, pondering, even struggling with the same ideas? Those are good questions. Um, I, it's for me. It started, you know. I I always felt like I needed to work out in the mornings um, in order to maintain just a an equilibrium mentally and emotionally and physically. But more for me, it was more just a clarity, a mental clarity. Um, well, I try. I tell people it's not about six pack abs. <laughs> it's about thank goodness moving your body. Thank goodness, yes. <laughs> it's about moving your body to create some some flow um, in, into uh, and, and break kind of the sticky, the stuckness, the glueness, right? Yeah. Um, so that that was something that was already always kind of a part of my daily thing. But I um, I knew that there were all these other things out there, and I hear people talking about meditation and journaling and nutrition and and finding valuable time, carving out valuable time with your partner, um, being present in the moment with your children, um, meeting with men, uh, to positive men. You know, they say you're most, most like the five people you spend the most time with. So who are those people and are you actually connecting with them in a meaningful, purposeful way? Um, you know, those kinds of things. I knew they were out there, right? It's like, no, I'm supposed to be doing these things, but I, I wanted something that was gonna be not on my phone, but on my dresser, where I could actually see what I've done and what I've been doing for that week. Um, and then, um, yeah, it was, it was just uh, something that I wanted to to have as a reminder, but also what I've been doing. And what I say in one of the little explainer videos for the up-level tracker is, if there's a day when you're feeling off, then maybe go back and look and see what have you been missing in your little regime. If, if, you, ha if, if you haven't connected with men uh, or, or had some kind of coaching in some shape or form, um, where you're actually able to talk to someone about things that you don't ever really talk about. <laughs> there yeah. just aren't environments for people in modern in our modern culture to say, or maybe there never was, I don't know, where you say, this is actually how I'm feeling yeah. about this situation, but because you can't do that. It's difficult to do that sometimes with your friends. You don't want to bleed out on them <laughs> right and, then, and it's difficult to do that with family because you don't sometimes you don't want to be um yeah it's just with family sometimes you just don't want to tell them everything right sure you don't want to be that vulnerable and, yeah yeah and sometimes you need a, a sounding board that's not your wife um and so or or your partner so for me that was one of the things that was missing uh, yeah. and so I wanted to I wanted to keep track of that um, and I also wanted a reminder to say if I wanted to set a goal for that week um, I wanted to know I wanted to kind of project out what I'm going to do say alright I'm going to journal every day this week so then I would I would circle on the tracker every day of where I was I'm supposed to mark off the journal yeah so it, it's a it's a it's you're preloading what you want to do, 
you're tracking what you want to do and then you're looking and then you're reviewing what you did and those are you know you know anybody who knows about habit creating that's the process well let's talk a little bit perry about so you started doing this obviously for your own your own self-care and and you talk about uh you know the different the different groups the men's groups and things like that as you as you got down this road a little bit you know, and you started having more and more conversations with um, with modern dads. And uh-huh. what were you know what are one or two of the key issues that that kind of came to the surface that that you saw um, that men were struggling with? Uh, the biggest one was uh, complete uh, lack of knowledge around the importance of carving out time for yourself. Um, yeah, I would get these guys together and they're all really sharp people. And I would say, all right, what are you doing for yourself? And I'm expecting the guy to say, you know, I, I, every day I know I have to car or once a week. I know I have to practice my guitar because, because that's something that I really love to do. And so that's what I do. Or, um, you know, sometimes I just love to go for a hike outside because I can connect with Mother Nature, whatever it is. And but it, but it was crickets when I, I would ask these questions. And, and that's <laughs> what do you mean you know? do for myself? <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, and that's and that's where you know people are, and there's no there's no shame in that. But it but it was almost like okay, well let's bring some awareness to that. Um, I had one guy who was. Um, definitely the one who came the most and when we started that question for him was crickets and and um he did he actually did practice the guitar every once in a while that was kind of his outlet and he was listening to music but over time over the course of a year i would say by the nine month mark or ten months into um just kind of meeting on a regular basis it started to um he started through osmosis or something. He started to, to say, all right, I, I, I want to make these changes here. And maybe it is that he's spending time with people that are trying to move the needle in a positive direction. And so it, he got himself on a pretty strict diet plan, one that he could, that wasn't overwhelming. And he lost 30 pounds. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, who's to say if that was the father of group, or, but, but it did happen, and he's, you know, continuing to find other ways to, to do that. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, and and again, I imagine, right? And you can correct me if I'm wrong, but we, you start to talk to, and and I think it definitely goes both ways, right? You 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 start to talk to, uh, spouses, husbands, fathers. And are you doing things that take care of yourself? And you hear crickets. And well, yeah. it's like, A, I don't have time. And B, if I make time, that's selfish because I'm taken away from spending time with my wife and kids. Yeah. And if I were to yeah. ask, if I were to ask, you know, the, the wife who is either a stay-at-home mom or she's the working mom, are you taking care of yourself? And the answer is probably crickets. And it's like, uh-huh. well, A, I can't, I don't have the time. And B, if I do, I feel selfish. And, yeah. and, you know, it, it's funny when in this world, if we all take a step back for a second and it's like, well, you know, both of us, you know, in a relationship and it's like, 
neither neither partner feels that they have time to take care of themselves. And then what what is the result that has on the relationship, on the family, yeah. on their own personal care, right? And it, it's right. you know the old uh, oxygen mask on the airplane. Make sure you're you know you take care mm-hmm. of yourself before you can help anyone else, right? We've all heard that. Mm-hmm. And we all understand that. Well, I even have an animation on that. Yes, yes, you yes. do. Yes. <laughs> we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll 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 plug that link here in you the uh, in in the thread. Yes. Super. And so as you as you have started to whether it's the men's groups or, or one-on-one coaching or or men who are coming to um, the website what have you you know what, what are some trends that you've started to see as um, as people start to put some of these routines and habits to work uh-huh. I know you mentioned you mentioned the guy who obviously found a routine and he you know he lost 30 pounds um, but yeah what are what are some of those other trends that you've seen? of the, the results or the things that they're doing or well i think it's the results and i think it's the insights also at the same time right yeah. you know it's like the, the results are the results almost become secondary to maybe some of these and maybe it's just for yourself what has what's yeah. been the biggest impact for you as you yeah. as you've made this commitment yeah um well yeah you're right i do hear that excuse uh, it's not an excuse it's just a reality for some people and, and like i said there's there shouldn't be any shame in being where wherever you are with in, with your development but it's um i you know there's that argument said well i don't have time i'm taking away time from work and family and you know i i always think of the metaphor of a lifeguard the lifeguard who doesn't sleep or train or take care of him or herself uh, I don't want that lifeguard look watching over my kids right right <laughs> like, yeah um, and that's and that's more of a physical example like but he or she also has to be very alert to what's going on so if, if they're getting their, enough sleep and they're not um, eating a bunch of sugar so they're feeling sloggy then they're not um gonna be their best so you have to uh make a make it a, a priority and i and i say if you are doing various things to take care of yourself then you're going to be in a mindset to be more efficient in your work and being present with your kids because if i if i'm not doing some kind of care uh, for myself, particularly in the mornings, and I'm and I'm gonna greet my kids. I'm gonna be a little edgy, um, <laughs> right? You know, and if I and if I have, then I can come and say, "Good morning." I, you know, I <laughs> all of a sudden I'm alive and I'm, I'm creating positive energy. Hopefully, that and inevitably that bubbles into there little realms and and then when they walk to school hopefully their buckets are filled um their emotional buckets are are at a a happy place so when they come into school they can learn um so yeah i think that's that's the thing i'm trying to think of some individual instances where that's happened happening for others too but i can't uh can't think of any right off the bat yeah and well and let me ask you this because i I think if if we look at 
sort of where we are as a society as a whole when, when we look at uh, when we look at manhood and and I love um, and you have it as a book you have it as a book in your shop sort of the, the evolution of the evolution of the dad yes which yeah. is, which which is great which I which I've um, which I've read and I've seen before and, and you do a great uh -huh. job of kind of showing that evolution of how the role uh -huh. of the father the role of the man has changed and uh -huh. we, we are and maybe maybe you can talk to this a little bit where do you see right now where we are in society what that what the role of the dad looks like hmm. yeah yeah and that's really one of the reasons why I got into this whole thing is uh, I was in that place where I was spending more time at way more time at home doing way more domestic things than my father and my grandfather and his father I mean I don't know about my great-grandfather <laughs> but I have a feeling he wasn't cooking and changing diapers um, nearly as much as men are today and obviously we're balancing that the, the work the workplace is there's more women obviously and so that creates this new paradigm which is great because uh, I think now children are going to get a balanced uh, perspective uh, on what it means to be a human before it was just mostly mom and you're getting a lot of females in school and then so you're surrounded by feminine energy which is wonderful I mean I wouldn't want any other type of nurturing energy but then I think having men in the home is going to create a lovely balance um, so I now I forget your original question yeah no I think you're answering it it's it's what is the sort of perceived current role of of the dad in in society right now and and yeah. obviously you you have been a part of that transition yourself you're, you're noticing yeah. yourself being a different type of father than your father or yeah. your grandfather uh mm -hmm. you're coming across lots of men who are are in similar situations and and my sense is that there is a little bit of an identity crisis that is taking place as this mm. evolution is happening yeah yeah it's true yeah there's some because we didn't have that role modeling right and so um you, you grow up thinking well i'm just gonna work all the time like my dad did and i'm gonna come home and kick it um and that's not true for all dads in that generation but but i would say the majority of dads that i speak to today they that's what they were dealing with yeah so you so there's um that sense that you're not a man anymore because you're at home. I think for some men there's that that component, and for other men it's like I love being home, and I wish I could be home more often. Um, and so that's new too, where more and more guys are just purely invested in their kids, uh, more and more so. So, um, yeah. Well, what I. I was going to say, and what I, what I love about what you're doing and, and what Unglue uh, is offering, and, and this is my opinion, I feel that it's, it's, it's offering a pure, uh, more spiritual, and, and, and not that you're necessarily leading with spirituality, but I know we can have this conversation. I think it's offering a, a pure, more spiritual idea of what it means to be a man. Yeah. And, right. and 
obviously the term toxic masculinity has become a very popular term. Uh, we don't have to go far to find it. Um, uh-huh. And but at the same time, and I think um, you know, again, I, I am a a dad who is also in this group. You know that I'm uh-huh. not going off to an office every day. You know, I'm a I'm a solopreneur, uh-huh. uh, so I'm home a lot with the kids and and. Um, embrace definitely more of a feminine energy approach to to fatherhood uh and so masculinity has been given a bad name in 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 a certain sense but i think it's that toxic masculinity that that is negative and so how do you see uh as far as the work that you're doing sort of reclaim kind of a higher idea of masculinity yeah it's uh you're right. It's 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 balancing that because there more and more women are, are are taking on that masculine energy, right? And so how do you how then how do you balance your masculine energy and your partner's masculine energy and your feminine energies? Yeah. Um, um, and I think for some men, there's a there's a, a Mr. Nice Guy issue, and you know I'm a recovering Mr. Nice Guy. There's a book written called no more mr nice guy because the mr nice guy um thinks that if he can just come in and just just avoid conflict altogether um then everything's gonna work out okay but you're not but when you aren't able to create boundaries about what you need in a relationship or how much space you might need um when if you're at home a lot um, or if you're not being assertive and creating boundaries, then it creates um, an imbalance for yourself and for your partnership and for your your parenting abilities. Um, what I found within a lot of this work that I've been doing, I don't get the alpha male, you know, coming through very often um, because I feel like he's um, that strong, kind of super assertive and and maybe to come on too strong to kind of a, a bully uh mindset they're not they're, they're not attracted to um the stuff that i that i'm putting out sure. but um but even in the in the groups that i've participated outside of my group there's a the dad's edge alliance the dad edge alliance which is a very popular group that i've participated in um, even they even had a summit. They're gonna have a summit in St. Louis next weekend, I think, or two weekends from now. And I went to the first one, and um, and the, there's so many men that come across as big, strong, tattooed. Like there are these beastly men there, but their hearts, you know, when you start talking about what they're doing with their families, and their hearts are big and just and really tender once you get past the exterior it doesn't take long so i think it's creating environments to allow that strong masculine energy to say all right we're going to connect your thoughts with your heart with some emotions some feelings so what does that feel like for you when when um, you feel like you're not doing enough with your kids or if you feel like your wife is telling you're doing it wrong um can you 
settle into your heart for a second? Can you can, can we sit down and say, I need five minutes to breathe, and I'm just going to disappear. I know it might sound sound weird, but I'm going to go into my room for five minutes. I'll be right back before I blow up. Right. So to answer your question, I think it is creating more of that connection between the head and the heart. Because so many times we we say, you know, ask men, well, how does that feel? We basically think we have two emotions or three emotions. Um, it's you're either I'm happy, I'm sad, or I'm pissed. <laughs> you know this, and yeah. but there are a lot of other things in there, and it's and um. So even on my Facebook group, and uh, I've, if you go online and you type in a, mo- a list of emotions, you'll get these beautiful, and you click on images, you'll get these beautiful little eight and a half by 11 sheets with all the different emotions in all the different categories. And you can say, yeah, you know what, I am actually feeling more this way than this way. And then you maybe even have to look that word up to see what it really means. Yeah, right, um, right. So I even I even printed that out so I would take it to my meetings and I and I laminated it <laughs> so we could pass it around and say, well, what is this? I know you're feeling anger about this situation, but can you look a little bit deeper? And so that's how I that's how I think it was one of the really good ways to to soften the masculine energy. Um, and help integrate that with um, with a healthy masculine energy. Yeah, well, and, and and that's and that's just the thing, right? Like masculinity doesn't need to doesn't need to be a negative thing, right? It, it's it's right. Um, there's there's an extreme on either end, whether it's femininity or or, or masculinity, and. You know, was it Mary, Mary Baker Eddy 130 plus years ago in Science and Health talked about sort of the blending, you know, sort of that, yeah. that, that you know, the whole man, right? The, the, blendi- yeah. the blending of the masculine and the feminine. It's not one or the other. It's that blending of both. Um, for you, just in your own, you know, you know, your own spirituality, when you think when you think about your role as, you know, as a dad, um, uh-huh. What does that What does that look like to you spiritually? Hmm. Yeah, for me, it's creating quiet times to to listen. Uh, I'm not a big um, reader when it comes to connecting with divine source. Um, you know, one of Mary Baker Eddy's quotes that resonated with me early on was, "Let us feel the divine energies of spirit." Again, then it goes on bringing us into newness of life, and so for me, it's and Mary Baker Eddy doesn't use that word very, doesn't doesn't use feel that word very much. But for me, um, I it's a thinking process, and going back, it is a, a feeling process. So I can sit and um, and feel that presence, and, and so what I want to pass on to my girls is that can you feel the Comforter, which the Bible talks about, right? The Divine Comforter, or Mary Baker uses that, the Divine Comforter. Can you feel that regardless of what's going on? Um, so whenever they're not feeling well or whatever, they're, I, my one daughter, she went on a field trip. They went on a hike in the woods of Colorado. And, uh, and she got lost. The chaperones 
had no idea. They didn't even they didn't even know she was lost. And, and so we were able to ask her, you know, well, well, what was it like being alone? She said, well, I didn't I didn't completely feel alone because I knew God was with me, you know. And so if I can, and so if if she feels that God is with her, then then there creates a calmness and there creates a clarity for her to know how to respond and what to listen to and where to go. Um, so she eventually, of course, was able to catch up with everybody. But um, yeah, it's it's um, taking those moments when when you're feeling uh, triggered by something and just saying, okay, I'm just going to be right here in this moment um, and respond with grace yeah, as and, best I can. And, and for, for, everyone, for everyone listening, um, obviously they can go to the website again, uh, unglool.com and, and see some of the the really cool tools and resources um, you've developed uh, for your for you, uh, but on your own, what are what are some different practices that that you have that have been routines? They've become non-negotiable that that you use to to make sure that you're taking care of yourself. Yeah, you know, I love. Um, there's three that I hit in the morning that are that really create. Um, a good foundation for me and I alternate when it comes to exercise I alternate uh, some kind of resistance training and and recently I've been using fitnessblender.com it's a plug for fitness I'm not getting paid by fitness <laughs> um, yet <laughs> yet <laughs> but that's a great resource that I just kind of stumbled upon um, it, it's free and it's incredible they have hundreds of YouTube videos that they've created. Um, and then I'll do some kind of cardio, whether that's cycling or jogging, or some kind of aerobic, jumping up and down kind of exercise, um, uh, high intensity interval training type workout. And so I'm alternating these days. And then, uh, and then I'll do some kind of stretch or yoga based workout. So I find if I alternate these, it just makes it more interesting, um, and so and, and less of a routine. So I'd be like, "Oh, you know, I haven't done, I haven't been for a bike ride in a long time. So it looks like I'm ready for that." And usually, you know, my mind and body will will say that will kind of lead me in that direction already because it's 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 ready for something new like that. Uh, so on the up level tracker, I do break it out into those three categories: yoga, stretch, resistance, and then some type of cardio. Some people say, "Well, I only need one little check for exercise. I don't need to break it out into those three. But I do because I think it's important to diversify and keep it interesting. And then some type of um, meditation slash prayer. I've recently, I've been using the Calm app. Yes. Um, I used the Headspace app before. Calm app is nice. Um, what I find tricky with guided meditations is that uh, because they they keep it so secular, sometimes there's there's a lack of uh, for me a an emphasis on on a divine presence on that yes on that type of uh, source energy. Uh, and so I have to when when they talk about breathing for me that becomes um, the the in breath can be more of a 
inhale or, or an understanding of of God's presence um, and the exhale an expression of God's presence um, so I have to do that kind of myself I haven't really found someone who's integrating both of them um, and then journaling is a big piece too uh, Tim Ferriss says it's the cheapest therapy that there is and right He's, he's a big advocate, or at least was at one point, of the five-minute journal. And uh, I have that as well. Um, and I also have my own, the up-level journal, which has prompts. Each morning, there's there's a page. So you get two pages of prompts. So if you started on Monday, you get Monday, uh, where it's just um, very, very similar to, uh, to uh, the Miracle Morning Al Elrod's right. work right. savers it's gratitude affirmation and things like that that goes down the list and then and then another open page the third so like on Wednesday would you would be like a stream of consciousness journal entry where you're just letting it all out and you're not editing yourself uh, and it allows you to get your ideas down in a more concrete fashion sometimes the the, the head to, to hand and to paper connection is is a, a nice way to, to bring some self awareness. Um, so I'm a big fan of those three right off the bat. Um, and then and then you know you always think for me I think that being present with my kids is all about my relationship with them and all about helping them. But what I find is that I actually feel better about myself if I you know play a game with them yeah in many respects it can be pretty selfish you know it's like all right lily we're gonna play checkers i don't want to well let's do it we're gonna have fun (laughs) i'm I'm thinking about if i can play checkers with her we're gonna have this connection and i'm gonna there's something that happens there for me and i know for her that is um just feels real yes you know um, yeah. Well, yeah, and I, I love. I mean, obviously, you, you've got a lot there. There's, there's, there's a lot of different things that you do that, that are taking care of the masculine and the feminine energy. Again, that it's a, it's a, it's a really nice representation of the blending of the two. And their, their actions, their activities, they are habits. You know, I was. Yeah. I think my Instagram TV, my yes daily for today was. And some of the coaching I've been doing recently is thinking about, you know, helping different people who are going through challenging situations. Uh, and when I say challenging situations, I just mean life. They're going through life and they're looking at the path ahead and they see that, oh, this is not going to be an easy path. And just identifying that as reality and saying, okay, yeah, this is kind of how life goes. Whenever we do anything that's worthwhile, it's going to be difficult. And so it's not a matter of if we stumble or if we step on a landmine, it's when, right? We are going to stumble. We are going to step on a landmine. We are going to run into adversity and challenges. And so it's not an if, it's a when. But the bigger question is when we do that, what are the habits and the routines that we have that allow us to handle those situations gracefully, um, effectively, effectively? in a way that that 
it's taking care of ourselves at the same time, right? It's like, you know, the, the habits and the routines are, are part of our daily training. And the reason we train just like we would train for a sport or for a marathon is because we are going to be called upon to perform at a higher level when these when we step on these landmines. And it's that daily training which allows us to perform well in that adversity. Yeah, and, every, and everything that you're talking about, right? It's, it's, it's really, you know, like you take meditation. Meditation is, is less, it's not so much about the 10 minutes that you're meditating. It's about the thing that happens later in the day that you handled better because you meditated earlier in the day. True. And how, yeah. and so I just love, yeah, again, just to go back to the tools and the resources that you have that are not just helpful to dads or men, but, but, but anybody, um, and how they help develop those, those routines that help us show up and be better dads and be better spouses and partners and, and coworkers and friends and, and, and all that good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, true. Well, Perry, as, as we as we come as we come to a, a close here, uh, and full full transparency to everyone who's listening, at different times you may have heard maybe a little bit of a hum in the background, maybe a few beeps. Um, I am doing this podcast interview in the Toyota Prius sound room, which is my Toyota Prius. Um, I'm sitting in 90 degree heat. And to minimize the amount of hum, Perry, for this, I have occasionally turned off the car, which I am doing right now. So yeah, I am sweating, sweating profusely. Uh, I already did Bikram hot yoga this morning, so I've already I've already done it once. You so, did? This, so this is yes. Why would you do hot yoga in Florida, Kimchi? Do people ask you that? Well, because it's actually you just open the door. It's actually cooler in the Bikram studio than it is outside. So, <laughs> so. So it's actually cold yoga if you're in Florida. So, That's really funny. So I'm, I'm sweating profusely, um, I, but I've had to turn the car on a few times, like I'm going to right oh, now. See if you see if yeah. you see if you can hear it. So I'm turning the car on right now. There's the beeps. Well, I'm as not soon in as the... I heard you, as soon as I heard the beeps, I was like, he's in the car. Yeah. He has to be turning the AC on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only way I've been able to survive this without passing out. For sure. um, but but I am I'm getting a good sweat on as we do the podcast and so and it's also been my way of making sure that my phone and laptop computer don't overheat because they will do that right right okay so here we are you're an office on the go I am I am well actually I, I don't have a home this is my home so uh, um, <laughs> no <laughs> Hollister hasn't left me yet all right um, so, uh, in the spirit, for those of us listening in the U.S., uh, we are celebrating Father's Day this week when this podcast comes out. And so, Perry, um, I know you're a good dad. I know you're a good spouse. And in the spirit of Father's Day, when, when you reflect back on your childhood and, uh, and just what the, the good qualities that you took from from your own father, what kind of mm -hmm. what, what kind of stands out to you as you think about yourself as a father? Hmm. My dad was and is very gentle man, so he never said he. I don't think he ever raised his voice, and I don't think he ever said a curse word. And he was always home by five five thirty every night. We always sat down at dinner. And, um, and he, when I got a D in accounting in college, he said, or maybe it was a D plus, I'll give myself some super credit there. <laughs> he said, you know, 
What about music? I know how much you love music. Don't feel like you have to do this business thing. So he was、um, very kind, and is still very kind. And 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 that love, that unconditional love,、uh, reigns forth, even though I'm extremely different than he is in many ways. But we we are very soft spoken, so we have that similarity.、Um, so I do try and bring that to my girls. You know, plenty of、um, assertiveness. But still, plenty of hey, you know, I feel like I want to raise my voice right now and scream, but I'm not going to, you know, because I had that growing up. I didn't have, I didn't grow up in a, in a home filled with trauma. I was feel feel very blessed for that, so I can continue to carry that forth and create an environment where my girls don't feel like、um, where they're going to have an example of. Someone that doesn't,、uh, whose energy doesn't fluctuate from super, you know, angry,、uh, aggressive behavior to very subdued behavior, but more of a, a, an even, an even energy. Yeah. So that's what I want to bring forth、um, to celebrate. On this Father's Day, how about you, Travis? Well, that that that's well, a that's beautiful. I I I totally appreciate that, and I and I know,、uh, and and I'm sure he will be flattered to hear that. I do want to say that there could have been a more selfish motive with him in your accounting class as well, Perry, because he was probably seeing you as a D plus student and realizing how bad that would be for the family business. So it's probably <laughs> better to send you in a different、yeah. direction. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's, yeah. This could this could really damage <laughs> the, my, my,、yes. the family business long term. Generations、so、generations to come. <laughs> yeah. Let's try that music、yeah. thing.、Um, I'm, 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 I'm kidding.、Uh, no, that's、Sorry. a great that's a great question back at me. You know, I, I think、mm-hmm. when when I look at when I look at the good I、uh, I have taken from my father is、um, there was there was there was there was a tenderness there. You mentioned tenderness. There there was a tenderness there. That always was respectful and nurturing of my own spirituality, and I, and, and、uh-huh. I think his response was always to go to spirit first.、Um, and there was, and what I also took from him was his commitment to, especially with my my sports and my activities, growing up was、um, he was always there. He was always there as a, as a cheerleader,、uh, as a big、uh-huh. cheerleader.、Um, and so those are two qualities for sure that.、Uh, Uh, I, I totally respect and and love for my dad.、Mm. So that's great. So last thing, Perry, let's、uh, let's send people to your website and uh, how can they uh, how can they follow you and and see all the great work that you're doing. Yeah, un, unglue dot com is where it's all at. U n g l o o dot com is the website. And what about social media? Social media, it's.、Uh, The Instagram is unglue with three O's. Okay. Some, and yeah, then who's Twitter. Si- who's sitting out there with 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 the other unglue? I, mean, I don't what's, know. What's going the, on? What's going on? I don't know. How much can they do? They want to. If you're out there, call me. Yeah. And if the price is right, and also Twitter needs three O's, but then YouTube only needs two O's. So you, if you go to YouTube, unglue. It's only two O's, and and that's there's a、uh, I don't know probably close to forty videos, animated videos on that, and Vimeo 
as well as on glue with two O's. And there's also an, um, a, a closed Facebook group, but it doesn't take much to get in. And it's nice because it's intimate. There's only 45 of us in there. And um, so it, uh, it doesn't become this huge stream of overwhelming yeah. posting. And uh, I don't think it ever will. And that's, I'm not, I don't, I kind of like the smallness of it. And that's uh, up leveling for dads. So I think it's facebook.com slash groups slash up leveling. But if you just want to search, it's up leveling for dads. And we'll do uh, weekly postings of the trackers if you're so inclined. That doesn't happen very often, but every once in a while, if I twist somebody's arm, they'll do that. And uh, but there's always new folks coming in with new challenges and and uh, sharings. So it's it's fun. Awesome, Perry. So a lot of a uh, lot of opportunities, a lot of resources out there. So listeners, uh-huh. make sure you check them out. And again, um, look at all the good stuff Perry has to offer. And I can't uh, preach the effectiveness and value of that up-level tracker. So go ahead and get online and buy yourself one of those up-level trackers, Perry. Happy uh, Happy Father's Day, brother. Thank you. Happy Father's Day to you. And uh, thanks thanks for, thanks for jumping on. And um, I look forward to coming out to Colorado and hopefully seeing you soon. Amen. I'm, in, I'm off. We'll meet and we'll solve all the world's problems. Done. Done. All right, man. Have a great day. All right. You too.